waiting for it to pop on up. Will you just put in the Discord that we're live? It should be yep. pop, it should be popped up now. Yeah. Well, it Volume should be. sounds good. Okay, good. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Hello to everyone in the uh the the troll room. Hello. Hey, Hello. second week in a row. I know, right? Up it's in been the a while. up in the standards. <laughs> <laughs> Not oh, too shabby, man. I know. That I was know. your past week. Um weird. It rained almost all week here and so I I I was gonna say I only worked a half week it's not really true I just didn't physically go to the office yeah no, um, that makes sense I was still uh working but a lot of that was um from home which was kind of nice um and I'm in the process of trying to, uh, for all of my camera nerds, switch over camera systems. Um, I, I have finally decided that uh, after 20 years, about 20 years, uh, I am finally going from Canon to Sony. Um, Why is that? Well, because you love Spider Man? No, no. Um, they that Craven trailer really sold you. Huh? Oh, it was the Craven trailer, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I am kind of curious if that's filmed on a Sony camera. It would be interesting if they have some sort of like thing in a co- in the contract where that's like Sony movies that are like produced by Sony have to be uh, filmed with. Oh yeah, that'd be funny. Know, the Sony Venice. Um, so wonderful camera, by the way, the the Sony's cinema camera, uh, the Venice. Um, but that was not the reason. The reason, well, okay, so the reason basically boiled down to, um, what I'm trying to accomplish with that stuff, uh, and what was going to get me there, uh, reasonably priced, um, and and what was going to offer me, um, the most options as far as like once I, you know, if I like say I was going to upgrade the the body of my camera um, to a newer Canon, uh, the, their len- their lenses have uh, as far as like what they allow to be used on their camera bodies uh, for all their mirrorless stuff has gotten better over the last like three or four years, but it's still not as good as what Sony allows. Um, and mm-hmm. and price wise for lenses because if you if you guys don't know lenses are incredibly expensive. Um, the the lens that I I typically use on on my current Canon uh, is about double the price of what I paid for the body. Um, so it's Damn, yeah, yeah. Uh, lenses are really really expensive and cameras start getting really expensive once you start getting into like that cinema line those kind of specs. Um, and right. so the one that I decided on is about a step. Uh, it, it, it's like the second step up in their cinema line from their bottom level uh, and the reason I did that is because of like cropping on lenses I won't get into all of that but uh, I wanted a, I wanted something that was full frame um, just because I'm used to shooting on that and um, their color uh, if you go like I've been watching 
an insane amount of videos about this. Uh, it, uh, the, their, what they call their color science, which is essentially is what the color is going to look like when it comes out of the camera, um, is just it's just better. Uh, is Sony has finally kind of taken that step ahead of Canon in that, um, and I just have been very impressed with uh, what they've done over the last few years uh, with uh, with these upgrades. And so what essentially what that'll do is it'll get me into uh, a new system um, <laughs> and I can start I can start getting lenses. What is what up? Sorry, I'm late. Busy, busy. Tell me how bad dish she is. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Hello, Jenna. Hello, Matt. Um, hey, hey, Jenna. fathers um anyway so yeah i I, all of that to be said it it was a not the hardest decision to make but i'm kind of in the process of trying to like sell off some old gear um and start moving in the direction uh of switching over that system um because it'll it'll just open up a lot of opportunity for me um there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of room. Sorry, Jenna's killing me. Um, there's a lot of room for me to be able to potentially make a little bit of extra side money um, doing that too, because you can sell stock footage. Um, the camera that I'm looking at is, and it, it doesn't mean a ton really, uh, but it is uh, like graded for. Netflix so that or like it's it's approved by them which means that you could shoot an entire movie on this camera um, and at the very least like the specs on it would potentially allow you to get on Netflix if that was your goal so they have like they have like certain certain standards specs for that standard or work yeah because they're like it, like minimum it has to be this and this is one of the cameras nice. that is like relatively cheap that you would be able to shoot like a full production on if you wanted to for something oh. like that. So we'll the, have to make a movie, David. Yeah, the only reason that that was appealing to me is because you can essentially put that on your portfolio and um, normal people will go, oh, that he's using a really good camera. Like that, that's like, that was my thought process with the drone that I got too. Because I could have gotten a, a cheaper drone, but for certain uh, clients if you're not able to kind of like schmooze a little bit and be like, oh yeah, you know, um, oh, this is the kind of drone I use. Yeah, it's got 4K. Yeah, it does all, you know, da, da, da. Um, Oh, look at this image quality. Um, So it's, there's a lot of that 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 goes into it um, when you're trying trying to sell yourself. Hello, Jake. Um, Welcome to the show, everyone. It's good to see you. you. So yeah, it's, that's, yeah, it's what I've been up to. (laughs) It's, (laughs) <laughs> just you know uh i've been like uh, I, sounds I'm, like a blast oh i know i've been like on ebay trying to figure out like like writing uh you know numbers down to be like okay so roughly this is how much i can get this for here's how much i can probably get a um a lightly used lens for and then i gotta get all of this other stuff you know i could go i could literally do an entire hour about the process of picking out your camera what you probably need depending on what you're shooting for um i'm actually thinking about i i have uh, a second channel um, and I'm thinking about kind of doing some stuff like that. Like I shoot some sports. Um, I'm hopefully, I, I want to go talk to one of the local skate parks here, um, and see if they'll let me do some, uh, some stuff there so I can keep working on, um, 
my portfolio and some other things like that. So I'll do, you know what else you could do for your portfolio is release videos on YouTube. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that stuff's not gonna, it's just not the same. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nobody's going to care about that. Oh yes. No, clients. Would you like, hey. to see, would you like to see my podcast? Um, hey man. Hey, would you like to see my video? I got 500,000 views on YouTube. <laughs> it could work. You know, they, that and that's the thing is like you can depending on who you're talking to right potentially you could sell that at like if you were trying to get into edit, uh, video editing for someone you'd be like i have had uh content on youtube shorts whatever the case may be do this well and sometimes numbers is the only thing that certain people care about um yep. which is a double-edged sword because if you it can't is. if you can't reproduce that, then it's like, well, you did it for yourself. Why can't you do it for me? Um, but also, you may be able to get some jobs off of that, get some experience off of that, depending on how you're right. selling yourself. You know, well, uh, I've been faking it till I make it so far. So I'm honestly, uh, okay, uh, let me say this this other thing too because this is something, and I know you can appreciate this because it's something that is very relevant to what we do for the show. Um, the idea of a professional, I think, has lost a lot of um, its luster. Its luster and meaning in, in the last, like, f- uh, let let's just say since pre uh, Rona. Um, uh, you know, uh, you have like, oh man, like actors, they're these kind of like mysterious people. Like, you hear things that like shady things that go on, but it's probably not my favorite actor. But then, like, you have them all come out and they were singing weird songs in their bathtubs on YouTube or on like Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And then you start to be like, oh Imagine man. All the people. <laughs> so, you had stuff like that. Um, you know, they all start coming out and you realize like a lot of these people Ooh. who you know maybe they they are really good at a very 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 specific thing but they don't know a lot about anything else and yeah you, you know we talk about writers a lot um you can see from a lot of modern writing that there's people that just don't have any sort of and i'm not saying like experience as far as like you need to have because you'll hear this argument sometimes from from people where they're like oh well you know old writers had been in like vietnam and so that's why their stuff's so good i'm like you if Vietnam is the the necessity for for good writing, like maybe we're better off without good writing. Uh, it's a it's yeah. a bad it's just a bad argument. And and so I think there is a level of experience and getting outside of your bubble that is really necessary. And because Hollywood is so people. yeah, um, it's in that that bubble. And you know, there's just a that's why you get a lot of stereotypes and characters that are like. You know, there's like one specific type of character, and you're seeing it's gotten worse over the years because people used to complain about that kind of stuff, like uh, people getting typecasted as as certain characters all the time, or like why is it that like uh, characters from the South are always the specific way? But it's gotten exponentially worse over the last two or three years. Um, yes. And so, one of the going back to this idea of of the professional, what I realized is that I wouldn't call it fake it till you make it. But I've been stunned very recently, um, and I'm being vague on purpose about this, um, it, but you can find it in any industry, in, in any industry that exists. But I've I've been stunned recently when I'll hear stuff about like uh, certain 
like television networks or you know you you look at at certain content um you know i i uh i'll i'll throw on like random stuff occasionally just to see how it's like how how the quality is whether it's like netflix hulu when they do like originals and things like that right dude i, I don't remember what it was but i was watching something and i say watching i was kind of like vaguely what it was on in the background uh while i was doing other stuff um, yeah. But I, I, they were doing some like drone shots, um, and at they they did this really jerky, very unprofessional, um, like shot in uh, at the beginning. Uh, they're kind of they're like over L.A. or something, and they're trying to uh, you know do an establishing shot of L.A. And then the the you can tell you can you can tell these things because like I fly drones all the time, so like I know when that stuff happens. I was like, oh, that's not. Mm, that was not smooth. Yep. Um, and, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, this is a some, at least to some degree, a a, a large budget thing that has been released on Hulu. Why would you allow that? Like, why would an editor see that and be like, oh, I'm going to leave that in? Yeah, right. Oh, uh, you know, and, well, and uh, it easily happens when uh, you leave a Starbucks cup and. A, uh, yeah, you know, dude. You know, famous last season of a and, television show. And listen, I understand those things happen. All right, when you're when you're on a set, when there's a lot going on, uh, you know, a car is going to end up in a, in in a you know medieval fantasy on accident in the background. Um, you right. Know, and, and we do live in an age where you can digitally remove a lot of that stuff. It is possible to like fix afterwards, and you don't ever really want to do that. Um, but you can do it. But yeah, when it's like, I, I think the point being, um, it's gotten to this point where, you know, it used to be where I was like, man, I don't know if I could ever reach the level of some of these people who are out there like uh, making these um, these movies or these documentaries or whatever. But then when you realize like there's a lot more buffoonery that goes on with that stuff, yep. it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They're just people. Like, there's nothing, like, you know, it's that idea of, like, Hollywood magical magic or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing magical about it. it. A lot of what it comes down to um, is just the confidence to kind of, like, put specific things out there. Now, of course, like, we talk about all the time, you do need good writing. You need to have a good, like, a, a good quality camera. Like, there, there should be standards for these things. The problem is, is that, you know, uh, the standard for a while was like oh well it looks really good but it's like yeah but the script sucks like the story is terrible it's boring what you know and so there's certain standards our movie is cgi yeah there's certain standards are there and it's really funny because i in my research trying to figure out what camera i was going to upgrade to i uh there's a couple um youtubers that i i highly respect uh for their specific opinions about gear if you will like yes this right. this stuff is really good here is my very like detailed PewDiePie. analysis no well we use the same mic did you know that oh i didn't know that he we were, we were yeah we were using it before he was but i honestly props to him for not going for the the sure smb whatever 500 or whatever it is um that every like yeah, every real. youtuber uses um, it's a good mic, but it's a status. Symbol. It's yeah, it, it kind of is. It's like I am an actual like podcaster or YouTuber because I have this mic, and it's like, eh. I mean, it's you know, it's a good mic, but it's it's not the end all be all. Um, right. So yeah, I mean, I, it's something that in a way, in a way, I'm really happy about. Um, it sucks because 
there's like one actual like Hollywood dude that as far as like the content that he's still making, it's Edgar Wright. Um, he's like the only one that seemed like when all of this stuff was going on, he's the only one that seemed to either, you know, on purpose or just because he actually is like a decent dude. Uh, you know, that none of the stuff that was going on, he, he stayed out of pretty much all of it. You know, I'm sure he had some, yeah. some stupid things that he said on Twitter or whatever, but who hasn't, but it's, it, it was, you know, everybody, it was just like, oh my gosh, it's like one director after the other, one actor after the other. There's very few people left in the industry that I'm like, um, I, I can still, and I, when I say look up to it, it's solely based on the work that they've done, not like who they actually are as people. Right. Um, uh, you know, you have like Roger Dinkins is a great uh, director of photography. He did like 1917. Um, oh yeah, bl- uh, Blade Runner 20, 2045. It was anyway. Um, right. I th- I think that's right. But he so he's the DP, meaning that he's the guy that's in charge of the cinematography essentially. Um, he uh, so so th- you know some of those people still exist where it's like. I think there are people out there that know, like, you know, I'm not going, no matter how I feel about certain things, like, I'm going to stay away from that. I have a very specific job, a a specific thing that I love to do. That's why I'm here. I'm going to get this thing done. And there's a certain amount of respect that I have for that. Um, Even though Edgar Wright's last movie, Last Night in Soho, I was not, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, It's not that good. No. After you told me your review about it, I was like, eh, I'll save my time. Yeah, you know, it's it's something I kind of want to watch again. I did. I will say this. I've watched. I will have to say I watched Avatar three recently. The past what Av- two wait, weeks. Way of Water. Yeah, Way of Water. Okay. Uh, and uh, it actually <laughs> was about what I expected. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> it worked because I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I was like, "Oh, is he gonna? Is he gonna say he liked it?" Um. Uh, it was actually a bit better than I was expecting, but okay, okay. You could definitely cut out an hour of that movie, and uh, it would have been a lot better. You know, it was just there was too much uh, just pride in it. Like, oh, look at me, I'm James Cameron, I made uh-huh, Avatar. Uh-huh. You know, this is the third one or the second one? Second one. Okay, believe it, or, believe it or not, uh, it feels yeah. like the third one. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kayla just came in here and said, "Stop hating on Avatar too," because <laughs> she really liked it. <laughs> I'm sure it was very pretty to look at. Yeah. Hey, I will say this: the CGI on that immaculate. I don't know good, why yeah. he can get it right and Marvel can't, but bruh, he, he's dude, got, he's it was that, it was beautiful to look at. I definitely he, understand. He's putting that money behind it, man. That was an, he just dragged out scenes too long because you could tell it was one of those kind of Zack Snyder things of how Zack Snyder really likes slow mo. It's like, ooh, uh, I'm an yeah. auteur. Yeah, hey, James listen, Cameron has a bit of that. You know. Slow mo and you fought the man. Slow mo is a tool. It just gets used improperly a lot. You know, yeah. slow mo has a purpose. It it, it really does. Um, it, and it gets Zack Snyder just it, yeah he overindulges in it. Um, I haven't seen Way of Water, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. That it's like yeah, it's yeah, it, ha- it, it has a tendency to get overused at the wrong moments, right? Like. Yeah. You, it, I wouldn't recommend it. To, I, uh, I wouldn't it's, tell it's someone long, to go right? watch. Yeah, like go spend three hours and watch this movie. I'd be like, if you want to, go ahead. Dude. I'm not going to, because it's like, would I have wanted to watch that for three hours personally? No. Yeah. 
I could have lived without it. But it's not a bad movie. Yeah. That's for sure. And I could definitely understand people not telling James Cameron no because when you make billions of dollars, you know, how can you tell the man no? But you cut out an hour of that movie and then you get a new villain in it, uh, then it's a lot better movie. I don't like the fact that they use the same villain for the from the last movie because it's like, dude, he's not like Darth Vader or Sauron or something. It's not like that level type of villain to where you can carry him for three movies, so to say. And it basically, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. Cause, uh, he's going to come back in the third one, too. I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, I'm definitely not seeing the third one unless it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. And hello, uh, B. McBee from Ireland. Hope I said that hey. right. Hey! Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, I, I've been in the... You I would know, your way to watch it. The reason... I, part of the reason we have not finish the the series on Hillsong is because like I just can't bring myself right now to be in that mindset to watch it yeah every time I go to like watch it I go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go watch something else <laughs> like yeah. I just it's hard I thought it's about tough, watching it too yeah I, like, I, we are gonna get back to the Hillsong doc but yeah. it's like it's hard to because it's so heavy yeah um, we, we are gonna get back to it um I I just it's very heavy, and I I can only. There's a lot that goes into. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I did, uh, this weekend watch Sisu, uh, which I don't. Maybe nobody knows what I'm talking about when I say that. Um, but it's a uh, an action movie, uh, a Finnish action movie. Um, very little dialogue. Uh, it's basically about a, a Finnish soldier at the end of World War II fighting Nazis. Uh, and it's pretty good. Um, I, I don't. It's good. I don't know if I liked it better than Extraction. I think Extraction still works a little bit better. Um, as a what as about a movie, uh, but. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front? No, it's just totally different, man. Like this is uh, this is like a pulpy action movie, and All Quiet on the Western Front is like a somber a war movie. Pe- yeah, a thought piece on. Uh, the evils of war, basically. Like <laughs> they're very, yeah. they're very different movies. Um, different era too. It's like trying to compare. Uh, are you saying it's like in comparing Inglorious Bastards versus like Schindler's List? <laughs> seafood, seafood. <laughs> uh, y- yes, exactly. It, it that is actually a a a pretty close. Uh, comparison i think is yeah you have one that is a very very serious drama every you know there it's not really lighthearted, and you have another one where you know a guy throws a landmine at a nazi and he he explodes you know what i mean (laughs) you know what i mean it's that it's it's that different thing um i do recommend it um you know it's got a little bit of that like girl power you know it's got the slow-mo walk with a bunch of women and they don't have like a uh, yeah it it doesn't really ruin it. it it's just kind of one of those things where you're like well here it, you know they're everybody's doing this now uh it's, it's like a che- like it's like a check yeah they gotta check the box you know what i mean oh, yeah, um yeah. and, it, and it's it's kind of sucks because it, it feels like a part of the story that they could have um done a little bit more with uh, and actually made you care about they because they don't they don't really do a whole lot with the women in the movie they they're prisoners terrible things have happened to them they're justified in the actions that they they make at the um end of the movie and it and it's very like 
weird because they just don't have a lot of character beyond that. Like you really get a sense of um, who the protagonist is, but the the side characters there there's not a whole lot going on there. Not I, a lot of depth it's hard. Too. Yeah, it's even trying to be generous about it. There's not a lot going on there. Not like Boromir. Um, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it's cool, man. I mean, like, uh, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of dialogue. The main character doesn't really say anything until the very end of the movie, um, and I think for the most part, uh, you know, I'm just I'm kind of it, it comes back to being happy the movie exists. Like, it's not the best yeah. action movie I've ever seen. I'm I'm not gonna do over it, but yeah, it's it's a good time. It the pacing is pretty dang good um i think it there are a, a couple moments that they could have just really uh m- made the pacing a little better the, the I, I get what they were trying to do with the sort of like the last act but there are a few like really absurd things where it's like uh, like you're starting to hit that that nerve of like this is starting to get out of the realm of me being able to believe that this this could happen this could happen you know what i mean um yeah i know what you mean because they're 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 trying to like the way that they're like setting him up is that he's kind of this like legendary um commander um to the point of where people believe that he's immortal um but they start to cross into that line because they're like oh he's not really immortal but then they start crossing into that line of like well he probably wouldn't have survived this very specific thing that happens at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's like, Dude. it's on, for me, it's like kind of on that level of John Wick jumping out of a three-story building, hitting a, a, his face, like face-planting onto a van, getting up, dusting himself off, and walking away. But like, well, if you took... Chris t- Hemsworth, like, hiding behind the, la- uh, the n- ladder? No, of, of the three... Chris Hemsworth hiding behind a CG ladder that should have just been a door <laughs> is like third on this list. And then you have John Wick jumping out of a third story building. And then you have what happens to the main character in Sisu in the last act. Like this one's like, oh boy. Um, but if you're willing to kind of just like set that aside and be like, all right, it's very enjoyable. It's a very enjoyable movie. Um, it's quite a bit of fun. Oh, thoughts on Indy five. Um, when does that come out? This it comes out in four days. Um, I have I have no intention. I have no intention of seeing it. I I grew up on those first three movies, and it is it 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 hurts me a little bit. What has happened to him since mm-hmm. his, his return in two thousand eight? You know, he comes back. Everyone complains about that movie and is like, this is not what we wanted. I mean, it was so it was so notorious at the time that South Park did an episode on it. And so they're like, well, what if we bring it back and just make it even worse? You know? Um, and now... bomb in the box office. Yeah. And now it seems even more intentionally cruel what they're doing than what happened back in 2008 with Crystal Skull. Um... Never watched Crystal Skull, to be honest. You're you're not missing a whole lot. Um, This is just another incident, man, of there's only three Indiana Jones movies. And I don't like any of them. There's only two Terminator movies. There's only, well, depending on who you ask, only two Predator movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's, It's just fallen into that camp with everything that once was held in high regard being sucked dry 
uh, for this, you know, for some reason. Squeezing that money out. Okay, I I 100% recommend people go watch Drinker's most recent video about why this movie's going to fail in the box office. Um, I think it's a a very, like, tight, this is the reason why. Um, And and you might not expect what it is, but I'll say this. $300 million movie. I know, dude. What were they thinking? Who signed off on that? You know, honestly, what it is, is these execs, all they see is Indiana Jones movies. Did he, did he say that? Do you not like the Indiana Jones movies? Yeah. What? Well, everybody, Good this has been out. episode 140 yeah. of The Underground. <laughs> I'll be back next week with Justin. <laughs> oh, Bro, man. that is yikes. Now, I haven't watched them since I probably was a kid. Uh, like middle school and i just remember being like oh i just don't like that <laughs> i'm gonna make some enemies in the troll room <laughs> jenna called me out i'm like that uh, one flew by david real fast I, it did i didn't even hear you say it i listen that's why the troll room is here to to help keep up with all of this stuff all the comments we get going forward on youtube i hate yeah. joseph <laughs> yeah. uh, jake knows i hate the expendables movies though at this point i'm sure those those look like masterpieces compared to a lot of stuff that we've gotten um, I'll I'll say this because I, I actually been I meant to bring this up with Jake and I think I meant to bring this up last week. And then we are gonna get into the stories like our new stuff. Um, extraction is what I wanted the Expendables to be. Yes. If if I I, I don't think I was able to articulate this back when those mo- those first two movies came out, and I, I don't think I ever even saw the third one. I can't. Maybe I did. Um. Extraction is what I wanted to be. They they have these movies called The Expendables, and like hardly any of the main characters die in it. I know. Why? Why did nice you call it that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's> the... <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that's a good point, though. It's it would have made it a lot better. People yeah. just can't kill characters any longer. You know, it's, it's like we got to keep so them dis- around. It's and... so disappointing. Anime does it all the time, and it's it's kind of wonderful. Like they'll they'll leave you for a really long time building up a lot of these characters, some of which you really like, and then just in a heartbeat, dead, dead, dead. However, oh, everyone's dying now. Is that is that what's happening? Um, but yeah. Uh, apparently, Indiana Jones um, needs to make. Uh, seven hundred and fifty million dollars just to break even. Bru- Apparently, it's got, I, I, I according to Screen Rant, and according to what is this comic book something? Uh, oh, is it CBR? CBR. Ugh, yep. Uh, the general rule of thumb is two point four, two point five times their budgets to break even. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It it really has, and honestly, man, it might be more than that. Yeah, maybe. That's why movies have to make a billion dollars to for Marvel and now for Disney in order to make the money. It's like I think like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, what they do. Like last time I checked, it was at eight hundred and sixty million, which isn't bad. Hey, you I know, mean that's that's not bad. Yeah, I mean it's not Disney's ridiculous standards for that stuff, but yeah, I right. mean great. It, they probably made two hundred fifty million budget. Probably yeah, made it, it made its money back. Um, and Guardians was a, a you know. It was a beloved franchise, and I just you're probably not going to see that from hardly anything else the, that's coming it out. It had that name value and character mm-hmm. value. And I think James Gunn 
recently said literally in the past couple of days that the problem with a lot of comic book movies is that by the third act you don't care about the characters yeah like the writing just doesn't matter uh, um, as much McBee made a good point that you can't kill characters because the actor's image and appearance is worth more than selling tickets I think um, I, I you're probably right in some cases and I just I you know, this is the thing that sucks is because it's it's typically one of two things that you see now it's either they're not going to kill off characters because everyone's trying to make spinoffs, everyone's trying to make sequels, everybody's trying to turn everything into a universe. Um, or you'll have a character show up in something at the very beginning and you just know they're going to get killed off because you've either seen the trailers, so like they're there to pick up just like a quick paycheck to give um, a, a little more like uh, credibility to the, the movie so they can put the actor in the trailers and then it's like oh well they're not really in, in the movie and you can figure that out pretty easily um but yeah you just don't i don't know man you just don't get the same stuff anymore um you know and it's crazy because drinker was saying that uh raiders of the lost ark uh uh if you i if you like uh kept to like the general rules of how um you calculate for how much uh, a movie costs to make, uh, including like its budget or whatever, like the two point or the the two point five. Right. Um, it was like a sixty million dollar movie. Ooh. And it's like three hundred. You're looking at a, a, a sequel that no one want. I no one wanted this. And it, and if someone said that they wanted this, they're either being paid off or they're lying about it because there is no way. People were looking at this and they were like, this is the Indiana Jones that I wanted. No one was saying that about Crystal Skull 10 years ago. or It's been longer than that, actually. But I think <sighs> the, the issue is that you get these executives that just see Marvel movie, Marvel movie, or Indiana Jones movie, and they signed off on it, sign off on it, but they're not really involved in the details or anything else. So, uh... <laughs> Dude, Jenna is going hard on you. That was uh, that was pre twenty twenty three, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> but don't ever don't don't ever say that I drank Bud Light. I, I literally, I, I probably Dude. have drank Bud Light literally two times. You in know, my life. Uh, it's really funny. The because... last time was probably like in twenty nineteen. So, Bud Light to me, it's one of those things that it's like, oh, uh, you know, oh, it's yeah, it's so terrible now because of the stuff that's going on and and I was like thinking about it today because there was an and, and I'm, I'll relate this to to a movie that um, came out recently oh, it was terrible before um, that. exactly and I'm like I know it did really really well people just drank drank that stuff and I don't know if it was just a cultural thing in America that's like Marketing, oh yeah you just yeah you get a Bud Light like you go somewhere it's like it's a, a cheap beer that you can get um whatever but it was really funny because it's like yeah it always sucked you know, I, so it's like when when all that stuff started happening, I was like, I, I, cool. I wasn't ever drinking that to begin with. Yeah. Um, but what's really funny is that that movie that came out recently, Elemental. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Justin sent me a uh, a news article from some conservative ink thing. I'm pretty sure it was either Fox News or something. Or like that. Daily Wire. Yeah, it was one of those things, and they were like, um. New Pixar movie with non-binary character bombs at the box office, and um, I was like, I, I I found that funny because I didn't know that there was a non-binary character. I didn't either in the movie, and 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 so I told him I was like, the movie didn't, and what they're trying to imply, right? Because I'm gonna call out bounding into comics for this too. Um, 
they're trying that to imply, rolled, oh, bro. yeah, that it bombed because of that character being in the movie. It, that's not the case. It bombed because, for one, their marketing was probably terrible, and the movie looked like garbage. I didn't know that was a Pixar movie. Like, it, it, the animation looked re- like bad. It just, it, and I was like, who wants to go see a movie about water and fire? Like, there's yeah, nothing. And I also think, and I also think it's because of you know Disney's part of it. People know that Disney uh, owns Pixar. Yeah, I think enough, that's yeah. a part of it. But yeah, I, dude, I, 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 I saw a lot I of saw, marketing for it. Dude. I saw the trailer in a bunch of movies that I've seen recently. And I guess I just wasn't paying enough attention because I was immediately just like, this movie looks like trash. <laughs> just like, yeah, I saw it. it and I just like, I felt, I thought I saw this when I, what was that movie about that Pixar did about uh, the emotions? And it was like, had like sad and envy recently. Pixar. Oh man, what's the name of it? It's a, I should put Pixar emotion emo movie. Not not to mention, man. I, I I need to make sure everyone is aware of this. Um, Water and Fire don't have it's, genders to begin with, so like I don't understand yeah. what it's. Like. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I get it. It's like oh, they're trying to it, give them human, you know, human characteristics, but like, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of Inside Out, that movie by Pixar, and I'm like, I've already seen uh, this. Yeah, and like, I, I, just, I feel like right. it was just rebranded with yeah, it was all right. You know the yeah. the elements. Uh-huh. Um, Emoji movie. But yeah, that's yeah. funny. I thought the same thing when I saw that title. Yeah. By the way, yeah, just when they're like binary character. I was like, what? binary character. Like, what does that yeah. matter? It's freaking fire and water. I, w- I was just like, oh yeah, that. I I, I messaged him back. Um, and I was, it's like, yeah, that's the reason why. Like, <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. You know, again, you know, we we've talked about this in the past, but a lot of the reason that like conservatives like still aren't being able to hit. The, the cultural market the way that they they've always wanted to it's because they do stupid stuff like that all the time you know and they can't seem to get away like as much as um they they want to and and I think Daily Wire was trying to 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 make this like play to be like quote like quote unquote new yeah, Holly, new flicks. Hollywood you know yeah. yeah they well they and they they it wasn't really about like oh we we want to make movies that go back to like actually having good content and you know it being uh, about like good characters and you know and and they were trying to ride off of that um to again just make garbage because like if you look at it now i mean it's like what what are they doing remember when they were making movies like a year ago yeah whatever happened yeah it's just like they that i guess it just wasn't the right investment for them or they tried and you know like failed at it um you know who else failed hmm. at it the director of The Flash. Let's have a moment of oh. silence for that movie. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. The Flash. That movie's hey. going to lose at least $150 million. But I bet, dude, you want to, should we place a bet to see if Indiana Jones loses more money than The Flash? Or do you think that's... So it would have to miss... Rip. So if we say, let's just baseline $750 million to break even, Yeah, it would have to only make 550 million uh to to lo- like lose right i mean like it's anything right. it obviously like anything under anything below 600, 600 right yeah okay um i yeah just um man if that movie if that movie makes 550 million i will be flabbergasted <laughs> well, they gonna get any is there are there any holidays this weekend is there anything surrounding 
the release of that that it's july 4th weekend but july 4th is like tuesday I say July fourth weekend. July fourth is going to be celebrated. So, but it's really, unless everybody is also celebrating my wedding anniversary this weekend. <laughs> it's really, is that worldwide? No, Joseph. I, I know you think high, highly of yourself, but uh, let's see. So the thirtieth is Friday. No, so they're not even releasing it earlier this week. Um, and I, you know, not everybody. Mm. July fourth. Yeah. Okay. There's a ch- there's a chance that they they. That people are just going to be like, well, let's go see something in, in the theater. But what else is out? Is there anything that would stop it? It may be that name value that carries it, dude. But it may not lose as much as The Flash did because you know what it doesn't have? Huh. It doesn't have two Ezra Millers in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh... And I just had no interest also. like I like Ma- Michael Keaton as an actor. Yeah. I just I, I don't. This wasn't the way to bring I don't him back. care that much for his Batman version. Yeah. Well, this wasn't you know? the way to bring him back either. No, I, no. Um, the way. Okay, so Asteroid City. So right now, Asteroid City, Flash, Elemental, Across the Spider Verse, Transformers. Forgot about Transformers. You review um, that? You want to go to the movie theater again? Fast X, Guardians, and The Little Mermaid. So. Those are all of that stuff. I just went to Regal's website, and it, that's what they have under now playing. So I, I don't want to say stacked because I don't have confidence in most of the stuff that's out right now. Um, there's a lot of other options besides Indiana Jones out to potentially go see. Um, so yeah, all right. So we'll we'll see if it even hits 600. I'm not even thinking it's gonna get. To, to 550 million but and honestly that even seems high to me but to be honest there's times that stuff has come out and I, I've I've been like there's no way that's gonna be successful and then it does pretty well and I'm like I okay I'm just not the I guess I was not the audience for that movie but I, I don't know who the audience for Indiana Jones is uh yeah I don't know it's definitely not me I Apparently just, Jenna's upset with my Michael Keaton take. She is not the best <laughs> Batman. I'm sorry. You freaking boomer over here. I don't know. Michael Keaton's the best Batman. Freaking, what are you, 57 years old? Hmm. He is not the best Batman. That's for sure. He's a good Batman, but he's not the best. The best, we all know who that belongs to. You know, he passed away earlier this year. You know what I'm talking about, David? Um, I'm checking to see if come it's on. come on, David. Well, you if it, it was if it He's was last year, and you're talking about if you're talking about Kevin Conroy, yeah, was it last year for some reason? Yeah, November tenth, twenty twenty-two, um, which I would agree with Adam West. Yeah. Um. And then the second like, best oh, Kevin Conroy is cheating. <laughs> um, I can't. I wish I like I, Christian Bell's version as far eh, as the live action ones better than Michael Keaton's. You know, and Adam West. I don't know how I feel about any of it anymore. I I like. Um, you prefer Robert Pattinson's now? No, no, not almost <laughs> not at all. Um. I, I, there's things about I, I like about his Batman 
in the same way there's yeah. things about Christian Bale's performance I like and even um uh what's his face from the Snyderverse whose name is slipping my mind I, I love oh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry, Ben Affleck. Um, I forgot about you. Conroy, you degenerates, dude. <laughs> oh boy, is Justin busy? <laughs> um, he Patterson's uh, Bruce Wayne is the worst by far. Um, but there's it's you know when he's in the Batman costume, it's just different. Uh, yeah. and I think there, and this is the thing is like, I think there's things that you can take away from it to be like, there's stuff about that that I like. Um, I honestly, I really do like the brutality of both him and Ben Affleck. Um, you yeah. know, there's, there's a lot of people that don't like, I, we've seen a lot. Well, to be fair, Kevin Conroy's Batman definitely killed people, but the, the, the con and, Honestly, so honestly, I think all of the Batman have probably killed people, even though they're like, no, 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 they didn't kill people. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> Robert um, Pattinson is definitely dead. Yeah, and well, and like, uh, not Kevin Conroy. Who am I thinking of? Uh, the one from The Flash. Shoot, dude. Oh, um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Um, I he definitely he threw people off of buildings. Those. <laughs> um, yeah, he definitely did. So it's. Uh, you know, uh, I guess you're supposed to kind of just, it, it's that suspension of disbelief, right? Where it's like, right. well, maybe in certain circumstances that person survived that thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I think l- I like, I agree with B, McBee, that I enjoy Pattinson's uh, detective side the best, uh, probably out of so all of them. I like to focus on it more. I appreciate that they tried to do that. Yeah, I just don't think exactly. they did a very good job. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. You know, it was like there wasn't. Now, to be fair, I haven't seen it since last year. I do not remember there being a whole lot of actual mystery to it. It was just like he would do things that would reveal things. And so he would move to next part of the plot. Mm. And then like that happened a lot. You know, right? I just don't remember it ever being like, oh man, this is actually like a really interesting mystery of of what's going on here, and like, oh, is he going to be able to solve riddles in time? It was just sort of like, and he failed a bunch at it too. Like he really wasn't that good at it. <laughs> so, you know, that and that's kind of that would have been nice to see, where it's like, okay, so maybe he, and maybe it's something that needs to be reworked with Batman, where he's. So it's year basically year two for him, right? In uh, right in yeah, in the two. in the new Batman. So okay, so maybe he's always been a very like perceptive person. Maybe he's always been able to solve um, riddles and no puddles. Yeah. So like the detective side is something that he is naturally gifted at, and maybe he's not as good as at combat. You get to see him mess up as far as like his ability to use like grappling hooks. Like so, he's making a lot of mistakes in those areas. But the thing that's like his strength is the detective work. Now, I'm just taking this we're not I'm not talking necessarily comic book accuracy here. This is not the point of the conversation. It's the kind of idea of like, okay, he can't be good at everything in year 2, but maybe there's that one thing that's like, oh man, it's really intriguing that he's so good at solving these mysteries, at figuring out who's doing this stuff. And then when it comes to combat, he's like kind of getting by um, you know, maybe he's not dealing with like Mr. Freeze at this point, right? He's dealing with kind of those like ground level criminals that aren't 
as strong as someone like Freeze is. Like, even with Riddler. Like, Riddler's just a dude who does riddles. Like, he's not... He doesn't have superpowers. Um, so, some of that would have been been really cool to see Robert Pattinson in Batman's escape room. <laughs> it's kind of fair. He's, like, stumbling into certain things, you know? Um, I, there's just stuff that I think that they could do with the character to make him kind of fresh, make it a little bit different. Um, you know, and I and I get what they were kind of doing with Robert's Batman. Like, at least they, they were kind of trying to pay attention to detail where it's like, oh, man, he's he's heavily armored um, because getting hit actually does suck. But then they were like, well, we're going to just spray a machine gun at him and it doesn't do anything to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he hits the side of a bridge, probably going 60 miles an hour through the air, He's not dead. And so it's like you start to lose me. Gets up and walks away. When you say like, oh, this is very grounded, but then it's like, but these moments aren't. I can't remember the first bit. What was Matt saying? He fell with the first evidence that could have solved the whole thing immediately. What was the first piece of evidence? Wasn't it that card? He, yeah, well, he finds the, is it the thing, the part where he finds like the finger in his car and he, oh yeah, the thumb drive. He gets the, he gets the riddle wrong and it, and it, that's what sends him off on this like goose chase that it, you spend like half, half an hour or more of the movie like on this specific thing. And then he's like, oh, actually it was this other thing, uh, the whole time. And if he had known that it would have gotten him right to where he needed to go. Um, Lining up the photo. Yeah. And then like. Um, and I guess we're, we're past like the spoiler with that thing, but like the Riddler was right across the street from Penguin's Club the entire time, and it's like there wasn't anything that would have given that away. There was no like indication of of any of this. Like it, the whole thing I think does fall apart the more you look at it. But to be honest, it's so far out of my head at this point that I don't have a lot of good uh, recollection of it. It's just like bits and pieces, yeah. you know. Um. Oh, okay, but. Speaking of the DC Universe, I guess we can finally get to the first news article. I mean, we're, we're 50 minutes into this. Well, we've um, got to the more part of our title. Yeah, we did. We did. It was, just every, it was all a little bit um, reversed. So, and I'm curious what the Troll Room thinks about this, and, and of course what you think too, Joseph, but the uh, there was some news that came out after it was... Uh, announced that the flash was bombing at the box office uh that there was talks i guess of a batman beyond movie potentially getting made if the flash did well which means this movie was probably never getting made yeah right um this This, the flash had been in production for what a decade a long time i it's it's been a while for sure um I don't know, man. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, this thing's been on a bad trajectory for a while. And I, I don't know if... I mean, like, did people not see Wonder Woman 84? Yeah, right. That, if, of, of everything, I think that should have been the biggest red flag for people. When that that came out, I, I think, the, you know, the rose-colored glasses for a lot of those folks came off. Um, but, yeah, anyway, um, so this is from Inverse. It says, the most exciting new uh, Batman movie is definitely dead. Um, it says, one of the best depictions of Batman ever doesn't even put Bruce Wayne in the suit. Instead, in Batman Beyond, Wayne takes a backseat to mentor a new Batman, Terry McGinnis. Uh, this, uh, I would say, cyberpunk-inspired future goth cartoon was a spinoff of Batman the Animated Series. 
um, in Justice League and might be one of the coolest uh, visions of, Bat- of Batman ever. Um, at least it was to every 10-year-old who was watching it uh, in the early 2000s. Uh, Batman Beyond follow- uh, Batman Beyond's following only grew. Um, its impact was so powerful that as soon as Ben Affleck debuted as an older Batman in Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, there were rumors he could eventually end up anchoring a live-action Batman Beyond. Uh, which I remember when that that talk was going on, and I think at the time, people were like, that would be pretty cool to see. Um, These rumors of a live-action Batman Beyond became a real possibility when the Flash cast Michael Keaton, reprising his role as Batman from the 1989 and 1992 Tim Burton films. Now it turns out that we almost could have had a Michael Keaton-led Batman Beyond, but there's a catch. Uh, According to Kevin Smith... Um, on his Fat Man Beyond podcast, uh, Keaton was due to star in Batman Beyond movie after he reprised the role in The Flash, provided the latter was a box office hit. That's the problem, yeah. <laughs> as we now know. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the news. I don't think Michael Keaton would have been it anyway. That's just nostalgia. I don't think it works for me. He's too old. Well, he's supposed to be. He's he. I he, know he's but supposed not, to be eh. old. He's supposed to be old Batman training. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that old. It doesn't have to be him, though. Eh. I'm just not the biggest... Man, you just don't like, like Michael like... Keaton. Just say you don't like yeah. Michael Keaton, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I enjoy the Michael Keaton Batman movies. It's just like, let them stay there. It's more so my thing. Like, he doesn't need to come back. <laughs> um, I think if they ha- if if we lived in a completely different world where... DC had been significantly more successful, and Michael Keaton uh, reprised his role uh, as Bruce Wayne in a cameo that was a direct indication that Batman Beyond was coming. I think that movie would have done incredibly well. I would have rather seen Ben Affleck as in the role for Batman Beyond. Yeah, I get it. I I think Keaton would have hit more for a lot of people. Mm. Maybe not for you, lot but of boomers. there's a lot of people that really love '89 uh, in particular. Um, but those yeah, two Bat- those po- two Batman movies, Keaton is roughly the right age, um, because like Bruce Wayne is, he's retired, he's done in Batman Beyond. Like yep. he's not using, he doesn't have the suit anymore. And so to be able to potentially introduce something like that. That could have been, I mean, and again, we're talking very hypothetical at this point because they, the, the DC was has probably been, especially looking back on it, it's been a mess from the start. And yeah. it, it was like they were trying so hard to, to put things together and make this universe, and they just stumbled just, through it the whole time. It seemed like they were throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what stuck. Yeah, you know yeah, there, I mean? there seems to be a lot of that going on these days. Um, so, I, you know, there's like part of me that's like, ah, man, that's kind of disappointing because it would be cool to finally have gotten like a live action version of that. And I think on the other hand, I wouldn't have trusted it to what DC currently is. Yeah. So. And I think a reason why like there's a lot of people, you know, throwing things at the wall to see what sticks is because a lot of these executives don't understand why fans enjoy you know, whatever the source material is, they don't understand its true essence. Therefore, you know, they can't really capture that in motion picture, whether that's, you know, in film or television. Whereas before, at least in the past, Hollywood seemed to fake it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, even if they were lying, it was least at least this halfway attempt of, of trying to understand. Whereas now, like I said before, it's just with Disney, all they see is, oh, Marvel movie, Marvel movie, Marvel movie, billion dollars, billion dollars, billion dollars. And it's like, well, that's not going, that's not how it's going to work. Uh, we'll see what James Gunn can do. Uh, but man, I, you know, I just, here's a, I just don't know if I care anymore. Here's, that's, that's my thing. Like with star Wars is that a star Wars movie can be announced. I just don't. Oh, we're going to get to that. Cause I, I agree, especially star Wars. Now it's like they announce stuff and I'm like, dude, I, I don't know. Let it burn. <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Keep churning out garbage. You know, you'll have certain people who will continue, like, despite any evidence, any arguments to the contrary, they will continue to tell you that Star Wars is in some kind of renaissance. But the numbers aren't saying that. No, it's dead. Um, Almost as dead, no, if not deader, <laughs> than The Flash. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, let me ask you this before we move on. And, and to be honest, it, okay. it, it does kind of play into this next thing we're going to talk about so i and i i said this last week um knowing there's a lot of controversy or or i say controversy there's a lot of conversation going on right now about uh the term uh superhero fatigue um Mm -hmm. and i just you know it's an easy term well and people know what you kind of mean when you say that it's like in our current state a lot of the superhero stuff people are tired of. But then people will argue, well, it's it's not because it's superheroes, it's because of the writing. And, and you're like, yeah, but it's all coming from oh. superhero movies. Yeah. So the question I have for you, and Troll Room, feel free to um, give your opinions as well. Except Jenna. Is it superhero fatigue, or is it solely, is it one or the other, or is it a mix of both? Which... I feel like saying is it a mix of both is a, is a cop out because that's probably the right answer. But if you were to kind of like weigh it in one camp or the other, what do you what do you think? Do you think it's more of like because the quality is has really gone down, or do you think that it, people are just kind of getting tired of superheroes? Hmm. That's a good question. I lean towards the bad writing. I say that to say maybe if the writing had been better after Endgame or like as in by writing being better they actually had a plan um mm. because when we when we talk about superhero movies we're mainly talking about Marvel that's the main thing like let's just get it straight you know yes we're talking about DC too but come on DC can barely make a B movie right now uh, <laughs> you know uh which you know uh, as a whole could barely make a B movie because uh, the first Wonder Woman movie I said for the longest time that movie is not as great as people are saying. It's not bad. Like, you know, if I was a grader, I'd say B, B plus. But it wasn't like, oh, this is so amazing and great. Yeah, there's things that I like about it. Um, I really like Chris Pine in that. Mm-hmm. And um, I like uh, Gal Gadot in it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Facial expressions. She's not a very good actress. She's just pretty. <laughs> she's just pretty. Um, That's why I said her five facial expressions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot. When you really start breaking that apart, there's a lot that kind of goes wrong with that movie. And the third act is just, again, it's one of the problems that a lot of the superhero movies had where it just becomes this big CG explosion fest. And it's like, yeah. uh, okay. But uh, I think they get it right in the troll room. It's quality as a whole. You know, it's yeah. the writing, the CGI, the overall direction, the editing, the pacing, the lengths. And I, I really think it would have been better had they just ended everything at... Uh, Thanos yeah. or 
they would have been like, okay, now we're going to do Galactus as the big bad. Um, yeah, you know, they probably should But maybe we're not going to make it... Yeah, we're not going to yeah. make it as long as we did with Thanos. We're just going to, you know, that whole I, deal. I kind just of... Just yeah. different. Or maybe rebooted with the X-Men and, and like, start doing singular, you, you know, universe or mm. singular stories again, um, like, insulated from the overall universal through lines and themes. Yeah. Um, I think the writing's the main point, like it becoming too politically driven and agenda driven. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely issues with the writing. There's a lot of issue. And I guess to a degree, it comes back to writing, but there's a lot of issues with pacing, um, the way that the movies are designed. And it's a, <clears throat> it's a problem because in a way it's not fully, but it's like, it's a pop culture ish problem um, that superheroes are, predominantly dominating and like there it superhero movies are the reason why everyone was trying to make a universe the reason that everything is like yep. written the way that it is the reason that you don't get impactful deaths the way that you typically would in a trilogy or just in a single like one-off movie um yeah they can't even there's no stakes hardly to anything because no one's really at risk you can't hardly kill anyone yeah. in a superhero contracts movie, so yeah. yeah there's there's just so many things at play uh, even during the the first uh, three phases, that was something that kind of wore on me is there weren't any kind of significant deaths to where stakes were can, weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, they got rid of like Quicksilver and the he like he's introduced kind of well, basically he's in one movie and he's gone by the end of it, and it was like, oh, okay, I guess we're just I mean, that was weird. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I think, but when you look at Spider Man or you look at batman like these these more of these heavy hitters yeah uh you know even guardians of the galaxy because of the their legacy of the first couple movies mm -hmm. and how much people love them yeah uh you know i think i think we look at the main players they hit and then beneath that they don't hit yeah because i think people are just like eh you know like why bother i think that's going to be a problem for disney to or for dc with these like random movies they're making, it's like, dude, start out with your heavy hitters first, and then maybe you can get to the Guardians level kind of characters. And I wouldn't even say they're that level because these people seem bottoms of the barrel, barrel with the Commando or whatnot. Oh, I guess Craven's going to be rated R. Yeah, I was kind of surprised with this trailer, the blood that it showed. Yeah, out. it's a it's a red band. I didn't even realize there was a red band trailer out. The only one I saw was like, you know, your typical like. You know what does that mean? Trailer. Red band trailer. Uh, it means that they put stuff in it that typically they don't put in trailers. So you know how gotcha. like when you watch them, you go to see a movie sometimes, and the the uh, the sort of like preview thing that comes up it's typically green. When it's red, yeah, uh, it usually it. Well, I say usually it pretty much always means it's for a rated R movie, and that there's probably going to be more um, content that you wouldn't see in like a a more like family friendly edit of a trailer, even if it's gotcha. a rated R movie. Yeah. Um, okay, that explains it. I'm like, oh, they're making trailers like this now. Hard, <laughs> hard. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't. <laughs> this trailer was bad. <laughs> so yeah, here's the thing. Like, why? I, I, you know, Mor Morbius did not do well, and it's and it's not good. Um, I couldn't even finish it, man. You know, it, <laughs> I think I got I halfway through it. To watch it. Yeah, I got halfway through it, fell asleep, and was like, oh, I'll just get back to it eventually, and I never went back. That was so great how people convinced Sony to re-release it. I know. It the, the, the memes were the best part about that. And, you know, I, I you know, speaking of Quicksilver, by the way. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was also the main character in Kick-Ass um, back when occasionally they were doing something different with superhero movies, uh, you know, is going to play Craven the Hunter, who is a Spider-Man villain, most notably. Uh, Yay, all five people and it's like, are happy. Yeah, it's like Russell Crowe. You know. I like Russell Crowe, but I'm just like, eh. I thought the the only thing I liked about this movie outside of seeing oh, shoot. Russell Crowe <laughs> biting that dude's nose <laughs> uh, was uh, so the only thing I liked about this movie outside of Russell Crowe was at the end seeing Rhino. But I'm like, I just still don't even really care. Yeah, you know, it's like, why are we making this movie? Just like this, they should be introduced in spite. I, I don't know. It's like, is Craven really worthy of his own movie? You know, I just so. It reminds Morbin time. It reminds me of when Universal was trying to do like a dark universe thing with all of the Universal monsters. Oh yeah, and the thing is, is like Sony, they still have Spider Man. Just make another Spider Man movie yeah, with Craven in it. Or, yeah, and then like it's uh So that's why I bring up a lot of or, or that question is because like I. As much as I agree that I think it is heavily weighted in the side of the quality of the types of superhero movies that we're getting is really starting to go downhill. Um, there's just a lot of it that's like, and I guess not everybody knows who some of these characters are, so maybe they don't even, they see these trailers and they're like, oh, okay. And maybe people just are assuming that stuff is superhero related now or like comic book related because that's practically everything that's coming out. Um, right. But at least for me, there's part of me that's like, I I find out that it's comic book related, and I'm immediately like, nah, I'm good. And I know a lot of that Same. is quality related, but you can't deny the fact that a majority yep. of the time, it's very specifically comic book related. Because if anything else comes out, whether it turns out to be bad or not, I'm already like a little more interested. Yep. Yeah, kind of just like with it being a superhero movie, I'm like, really, if it's not Batman... I don't really care. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Like I, you know, just because I like I enjoy the character of Batman and you know his universe. Outside of that, I don't really care for Superman. Don't really care for Wonder Woman. Don't really care for Flash. I do like Green Lantern. He'd probably be second favorite for DC outside of like you know the, some of their villains. And then Marvel. I've just never really been a big fan of Marvel to begin uh, dude, with. You know, they could take some of these massive budgets split it in half, maybe even into thirds, do some just, like, more budgeted-friendly, like, character-focused comic book movies, you know? Like... Like the Joker was. Yeah, and and they might still be able to make a killing, but, like, nobody's gonna go see a Kraven the Hunter movie. We don't talk about Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) <laughs> playing Green Lantern. Oh, That's yeah. not the Green Lantern. I don't, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. Was uh, that Hal Jordan's Green Green Lantern? Um, I don't dislike it. It's just like I'm more so of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, poor Ryan John. Reynolds. You know, but the dude Ryan Reynolds is a great example of this though because we and we I think we've brought this up a number of times. But the Deadpool movie was essentially made on a shoestring budget, and it made a yep. billion dollars. 
<laughs> it was the first R-rated movie to ever hit a billion dollars. And it what was, was the budget for that movie? Um, we've talked about it before, dude. I th- there was less than a hundred million. I think million. it was sixty or eighty million. Yeah, that was about the same price it as might the have Joker. Been less the Joker than was like fifty. You know, I, I should know this because I've looked this up a number of times this year. But, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of deal. Shoestring budget, people that are passionate, that care, and boom, there you go. I mean, you know, you look at 58 uh, million. Todd Phillips. 58 million. 58 man. million. Look, look up it, the Jokers. Uh, and it made a billion, you said, over a billion? I believe it made a billion. Yeah. And then Joker. That's all you really need. Joker was, Joker's 55 million, so they're right in that ballpark together. Yep. And Joker also made over a billion. Uh, Joker killed it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the right, the right characters, the right director a good script, something that's going to be... Dude, because I, I don't really like this argument anymore. I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of the... Uh, the A lot of the internet people have ruined this. But, like, at people who would be like... They, they started doing this thing where it's like, well, this is comic book accurate. It's just... It, we're at the point now where it's like, it being comic book accurate does not, in and of Means itself, nothing. make it good. You know? Well, they hardly even follow the comic books anymore anyway, yeah. so it's not like that. It's like, great. And it's one of those things, it's like if a movie, if they, they put out a movie and like, we're making this really comic book accurate, and it truly was, and it was still bad, be like, well, then clearly this was bad to begin with, you know? Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. Last news story. <laughs> um, This one... I just pulled directly from Bounding Into Comics because uh, I didn't feel like trying to find another another outlet. Uh, upcoming Star Wars film focuses on... Uh, Star Wars film focused on Rey. We'll see her train a female apprentice destined to emerge as the future leader. Shocked. How original, <laughs> Joseph. I know. How interesting and exciting and, you know, I'm ready to pre-order my ticket I'm right dying. now. Dying to see that movie. Uh, a new plot synopsis has reportedly been revealed. So this is still technically a rumor um, about the upcoming Star Wars film starring Daisy Ridley. And again, why are we doing this? <laughs> Jake <laughs> Jake was lurking and he came back specifically to say, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daisy Ridley was recently announced at the celebration, Star Wars celebration in April that she's coming back. In a press release, dang man, I wonder how much money they paid her to come back. That had to be a I mean, lot of money. I don't know. She hasn't been doing like a ton since the end of Star Wars. But still, um, because uh, uh, hasn't been in anything else, has she? She was in uh the Poirot movie, um, not Death on the Nile, the Murder on the Orient Express. She was in that. She was? Yeah. Yeah, she's oh, like dang, she plays like the heiress in that. Um That's right. Daisy Ridley. I know I've seen her in a couple other things since then. Um 
I kind of feel bad for her because she was um she she had such like a bubbly excited like thing going on when those when that that series was kind of like first getting announced and she's like I'm gonna be in Star Wars and it, like by the end her and the rest of the cast are like I don't know if we're oh coming. no yeah yeah there's there are uh, interviews where they're asked about Rise of Skywalker and the whole cast is just like yeah you know it's a movie <laughs> um she's been too great uh, she's done some voice acting. Uh, yeah, she's been in some stuff, but not a lot. Nothing to 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 write home about. You know what I mean? Oh, a lot of like high popular films. Um. So let's see. After Star Wars, I'm just gonna name some. So she was in a a a, a video game called The Dawn of Art. Never heard of that. She was in a short called Baba Yaga, another short called Asteroid Hunters, uh, Chaos Walking, a video game called Twelve Minutes. Oh, I actually know what Twelve Minutes is. Um, uh, she was in. She did a podcast series, which I assume she did voice acting for. She was in a Netflix movie called The Bubble. Um, she was in a movie called Sometimes I Think About Dying. <laughs> <laughs> she played uh, someone named Fran in that. Um, and then uh, a movie called The Inventor. Should I? It looks animated. Yeah, animated. Uh, so nothing on the level of Star Wars. I don't know, man. Maybe they got a dis. Maybe she was like, "Please, please bring me back." <laughs> yeah. She needed some good old money. I don't blame her, dude. John Boyega, like Pay the paycheck. Yeah, he's like not in a million years. <laughs> no, I don't blame him. Um, After what they did to him in China. Yeah, yeah. There's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like Star Wars is a dead franchise. It's who really cares anymore? They they yeah. ran it into the ground, man. And who wants to see? You know, obviously, no offense to Miss Daisy. Is that her name, Ridley? What's her name? The lady that plays Ray. You just said it, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, Daisy Ridley. Yeah. yeah, no offense to her, but no one really cares that much about Ray to see her come back. I mean, yeah, it's not, I, a, it, it's, not it's not a Luke situation. Hey, everyone, we're bringing Ray back, and the reaction is like somewhere, but oh, somewhere, no. yeah, somewhere between like why and Are and gonna kill oh, her off? God, no, dude. Honestly, uh, this is how I've I, this is where I'm at now. Like. Last Jedi came out, very much made me look at not only Star Wars, but a lot of other things differently. Made me dig into it a little bit more. Rise of Skywalker was a um, a comedy, you know. Um, I, I, you can ask Justin. I, he might, maybe he won't remember, but we went to go see Rise of Skywalker because I was like, you know what? It's like, it's the last one. Let's just go. Let's see what they do. And it's it, we're done, right? That's the end. You know, I was I was pretty much done with Star Wars at that point. But I was like, you know what? Let's go. People were like clapping at the end, and I literally out loud in the theater went, "Stop clapping! <laughs> like, don't mm. stop clapping! Like this does not deserve any sort of praise whatsoever." But um, at this point, I've gone from just being like, "I'm done with it," whatever, to be like, you know what? Yes, keep making as much garbage content as you possibly can. 
just like run the franchise. I don't. It's like I don't even care anymore. Like I, I it's like watching the city burn. It's like great. This is watching. It's like watching the Titanic scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just a dumpster fire at this point. You know, and people will try to defend it. I, dude, I, people that we know, and and have have had good relationships in the past, they're like still standing for Star Wars, <laughs> and it's like I. What are you still seeing it? What like what is it going to take for you to be like, hold up, you know? Yeah, it's just like they're coping with their blinders on. They just they 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 cannot Got rose color glasses on. Yeah, it's like no no no. Like it's still good. It's st- they're just blocking out anything for anyone that would say something that that isn't good about it. Um, and it's like all right, man. I mean, I sure enjoy enjoy. Yeah, you know? like tell me what you liked about it, then let's talk about it. Sure. You know, I think a lot of people just don't get pressed on when they like something. Oh, what'd you like about that? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When they have to ask <laughs> questions and then it gets justified, which is fine. If you just want to, I understand just wanting to watch something and not think about anything. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. done that many times myself. I'm like, I'm just turning off my brain. Um, I just like, I can't, you know? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's plenty she has of, like, no struggle. Yeah, I, there's like that there's part. nothing to her character. She is just dude. Was who did you post that meme in the Discord <laughs> that was like they they were like don't tell me she doesn't do and and it's like you're just leaving out all of the ways that she overcame those things immediately. And one of the worst offenders a, of that it was a uh, how many times does a female lead need to have her mind violated, yeah. be captured, die, be knocked out, be mocked, be tested. Or be bested, have and, life force sucked out of her, be tortured to not be considered a Mary Sue. Yeah, it's like, but it didn't lead to any character change. No, she just she was just getting co- constantly getting better, constantly overcoming. You know, constantly and they're being like, told they're, how amazing she is. It's like, yeah, but she died, and like, yeah, and then Kylo Ren somehow brings her back to life, sacrifices himself because of how much he deeply cares about this girl. Um, and so she comes back to life. She can magically, she's got every, basically every conceivable force power and she's better at any of it than any other Jedi that has ever existed. And it's just like, I I know like Jake's probably still in the, uh, in the troll room and I know he loves Star Wars to death, but it's like this, this, the, the world building in that has written itself into a corner because all of these incredibly overpowered abilities exist and, and she doesn't, there's no downside to her using certain abilities. And and it's honestly, as Star Wars, and I know there's probably people who are going to tell me that I'm completely wrong about this, and yeah, this is very much coming from a, like, I've watched the movies, I read a couple books when I was a kid, um, for, and, that, and it doesn't even matter because none of that stuff is canon anymore, or a majority of it isn't. But, like, they've written themselves into this corner. It's like, oh, yeah. so... One force user can now just bring another force user back to life. Now, to be fair, at least they did the decency of it being like, "Well, you're gonna die if you if you try to do this," you know. Um, yeah, I don't because know, man. it's the freaking force. Like, uh, just don't get me started about that. It's just it it got too it got too much into the magic Are rather you hungry. Rather Why? than being like, be filled with the force. Yeah. Um. Rather than like, I'm sorry. Yeah, and there's, to be fair, some of the video games are probably to blame for some of that too because they made that stuff 
way more than it originally was meant to be, you know? Um, it was supposed to sort of be this, like, somewhat of an unknown. And you can blame George Lucas a little bit for it, too, because he decided to, to, to make it something that could literally be counted rather than it being like, oh, you know, there's something mysterious about Force users. They were, you know, they, in a lot of ways, they were originally uh, samurai, you know, it's like the old Kira, I think it was old Kurosawa movies is where he like George Lucas got the idea for th- that type of character was it's like they're they're samurai and it's like oh but there's also something a little bit mysterious to them like we're gonna give them a little bit of that um that like magical ability but it wasn't something that was like the end all be all right now it's like okay you're you're just basically perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's not interesting at that point um, and, and it's a problem that like a lot of it has had and I know Jake would appreciate this because we've talked about this in the past with like certain animes um, but when stakes start to get to that world ending level and this happens a lot in, in Marvel movies too we've lost the ability to make movies with like lower stakes that are a little bit more potentially a little bit more character based now you can do it with large stakes stuff too Um but once you start to get to this place where it's like, well, the main villain can basically obliterate the earth and no one is, has been good enough to, to at where they currently are is good enough to be able to take that character on. So now we have to like basically like make our hero as powerful as this like world ending thing. But then if you ever try to make anything after that, you've already got this these stakes that are way too high. So it's like once you've gotten to the place where the planet can basically be destroyed by a character, it's hard to go back to like smaller stakes and stories. Um, and unfortunately a lot of anime falls into that by the time they get to the end. Cause they keep having to like up the stakes. Um, mm-hmm. It ruins, it ruins a, a good bit of it though. There's, there's a few of them that I, I still like cause there's a lot of really good character. And that's the thing is like some absurdity can be, uh, sort of like uh, you know you you just kind of you're like yeah it, that that stuff's kind of ridiculous but like I still like a lot of this other stuff so I'm going to keep watching this it doesn't necessarily it's not like the end all be all for something that I'll just I'll quit watching but it's a problem that that stuff has um and I mean honestly if Star Wars had good characters uh and you know good writing like everything we always talk about we probably wouldn't be talking about how awful it is that they're making another one but it's like here we are because Great, we're we're gonna do another story about a character who isn't actually a Skywalker training another person to be like the leader of the galaxy. Like that's what we're we're you know we're still in this like tiny bubble of Star Wars, right? Right. Um, it could have been you could you know it's it's supposed to be a galaxy, right? And everything that they keep doing is always surrounded around the exact same characters all the time you know it's like even like take something like rogue one like even rogue one they could not help themselves but put darth vader in it they couldn't help themselves they had to put darth vader in it um i'm surprised andor didn't or did it yeah yeah andor Andor was i I mean no matter how people feel about andor i mean like they showed restraint with a lot of what they did right you know it's the thing that'll it's really funny too and it's got problems, um, for sure, and uh, you know I never finished it, um, 
but there's there's first like three episodes that I watched. There's a lot of issues that I had with it. Mostly it was like his them doing those like uh, flashbacks to when he was a kid, and I was like, oh, because it's 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 got it's that like the natives are having their land destroyed trope, and it's like okay, you know, it just I, I wasn't I wasn't into that. There there's stuff I did yeah. like about about those episodes, um, and I can I can give them credit for sure for restraining themselves when it came to a lot of the the typical Star Wars stuff. Um, and as far as I'm aware, there's not a single lightsaber in it um, or any of the other like typical things. I, they Maybe they... they but it's just like, who cares? You know, it's Star Wars. And that's part of the problem is that yeah, the, the type of thing that could have moved Star Wars into new territory is the thing that they took way too long to release. And the thing that's like, yep. why do we care about this series about a dude that is in a one-off Star Wars movie? Like, why? who was like, yay, Andor, when it when it came out? And we, we talked about it, um, uh, uh, we talked about it when that came out, but like the, the show wasn't doing very well, so they were going to put like the first episode out on regular television to try to like drum up interest. Interest. The problem is, is that the way that show's designed, you really need to watch the first three episodes to potentially even hook anybody. Um, mm. And it's because yeah. of the way that it's paced. It's very, it is, it's very slow. It's not for everybody. Um, and so, and and it, you know, it's one of those things. It's like the guy they got to do it was basically like, I'm not a fan of Star Wars. You know, it's like I'm gonna make what I I want to make in the Star Wars universe, which is something that way back I was always kind of hoping that they would do, where it's like, oh, we're gonna get a lot of kind of different in- interesting stories within this galaxy that aren't specifically related to any of the uh, numbered trilogy type, any of those movies. Uh, and you know, the only thing, the closest that we ever got and probably ever will get at this point, I think is Andor. And it's unfortunate that that's it. And that there's no more ideas and we're just going back to the same dried up well of, Hey, you know how you, (laughs) did you see what Zach said? Busted. I'm the guy who enjoyed Andor. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, dude. I understand. I've heard it's good. It's just like, there's been a part. I know it, it's not. Because I didn't like some of the things that I saw in Andor, I was, I'm just kind of, I was over it at that point. It was like, it's hard to get invested in anything Star Wars related. Yeah. No, especially knowing that that investment's not going to lead anywhere with anything else because they make a season two of Andor and that's it. And then we're we're back, like I said, we're we're back to the well of let's make a Jedi who's training another Jedi that's going to be a leader of something. You know, it, it, uh, uh. so yeah. there is help for everyone. <laughs> oh, I love the troll room. Doing um, what we, what we don't pay them to do troll. Uh, exactly, man. Y'all are great. We really do appreciate all of you. We truly do. Um, I don't have anything else. And two weeks in a row now. I don't have two anything weeks. else. Two weeks in a row now for us. We're getting back on our on your regular scheduled broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, if uh, you love me, 
I don't have anything else. So y'all enjoy your week. Yeah. Enjoy your week. We'll be back next week. Uh Oh, that's right. We're going to be talking about The Witcher next week. Oh, yeah, I guess we're finally I was I was wondering when that was coming up. And David, we're going to what do a live stream and then David's going to make a YouTube video on it so I can make shorts on it. <laughs> Well, editing has slowed down a little bit, so I'm thinking maybe I'll be able to actually get some stuff out uh, besides just the live streams. Nice. <laughs> Jenna's like, I was surprised to see you guys this week, not going to lie. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> the way that it's been, but we yeah, we, appreciate you, we appreciate you guys for still showing up. Um, oh, dear God, hey, Jenna, no. if you need a job, the offer's still on the table. <laughs> uh, Jenna got a job. Did you not see that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. McDonald's? <laughs> not more witcher dude i know after dude was a blood origin it's like this is it this is as far as i'm aware like we will we will do this season of the witcher um and any content past that will be a passing like oh yeah the new chris hemsworth stuff is out if no sorry uh liam hemsworth right is that who's taking over his brother yeah liam, um the, liam. The lesser. yeah uh it'll be like you know i poked in for a second it's not worth it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Congrats, Jenna. Glad you found the job. For real. Man. Hey, and there ain't nothing wrong about uh, When does Witcher come out? Either. Friday? Thursday, the 29th. 29th. All right. I know because well. that's the day we have uh, PSSR for work. And everybody um, thinks it's Wednesday. That means everything is going to be done before yeah. Wednesday, meaning tomorrow. So I have a nice cushion day there to get stuff in. And it's going to be, well, I'm glad that I signed back up for uh, for Netflix then um, because I only did it because I wanted to watch uh, the Black Clover movie, which is very good if you haven't seen it. I know I said all these things about how ridiculous world ending stuff can be, but I still really enjoyed that movie. Mara Leone is my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, yeah, well, that that worked out anyway to to watch to watch that. Um Nice. Well, and we'll it's be only watching four, The Witcher. It's only four episodes, right? Half a season. It part one is going to release Thursday, and then part two <laughs> will release at the end of July. Okay. Because they know this is the last season. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to milk it. They're trying yeah. to milk it. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Well, that's all I have. Yeah, same. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 140 of The Underground. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking about The Witcher. Uh, if I see Indiana Jones, I'm not watching it in the theater. Take that for whatever you want it to mean. But For legal purposes, he is for legal, Yeah. <laughs> if anybody out there... Yeah, no. Um... But until then, y'all, take it easy. May the force be with you. Oh, no. Ah! All right. You take it easy, man. I got to go. You. <laughs>